Good evening, everyone. Just want to take a quick look at Numbers chapter 14. Remember when the children of Israel, they had basically uh, chosen to believe the bad report of the spies and they were afraid and they were not trusting God so they would not go in. Um, they complained, they wanted to get rid of Moses and they even went so far as wanting to stone Caleb and Joshua. Well, Moses ended up you know, asking God to forgive them and not wipe them out. And I want to start here with God's response in verses 20 through 25. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have put me to the test now these ten times and have not heeded my voice, they certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley. Tomorrow, turn and move out into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. So now God has told them that they will not inherit the land, and this is because they're not trusting the Lord even though he was with them and they had seen his miracles and his action. God tells them to leave tomorrow, the next day, and not go towards their enemies, but to go out away from their enemies to travel into the wilderness. So then we can look at what uh, God tells them through Moses, some verses down here in 29 through 31. And this is where it starts to get serious, the repercussions for them. The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness. All of you who were numbered, according to your entire number from 20 years old and above, except for Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun, you shall by no means enter the land which I swore I would make you dwell in. But your little ones, whom you said would be victims, I will bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. So they will die in the wilderness. They will spend 40 years wandering and dying until all of those who were numbered 20 years and older are dead. Then their children can go in and claim the land. But God isn't done yet. If we look at verses 36 and 37, now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land, those very men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before the Lord. Now these ten men, they weren't just any regular person they yanked out of the tribes. If you look back in chapter 13, verse 2, God had told Moses, send men to spy out the land of Canaan from each tribe of their fathers. You shall send a man every one a leader among them. So it was somebody important to those tribes. These were leaders. They were of some significance. Now, the people 
After this, they begin to mourn greatly. Now they start to become sorrowful. If we look at verses 39 through 45, Then Moses told these words to all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. And they rose early in the morning and went up to the top of the mountain, saying, Here we are, and we will go up to the place which the Lord has promised, for we have sinned. And Moses said, Now why do you transgress the command of the Lord? Remember, he had told them to leave away from their enemies. For this will not succeed. Do not go up, lest you be defeated by your enemies, for the Lord is not among you. For the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and and you shall fall by the sword. Because you have turned away from the Lord, the Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go up to the mountaintop. Nevertheless, neither the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord nor Moses departed from the camp. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who dwelt in that mountain came down and attacked them and drove them back as far as Hormah. Here again, they do not listen to God and they do not listen to Moses. And I bring all this up because these are all missed opportunities. They could have chosen to believe the good report that they got from Joshua and Caleb. They had the opportunity to trust God and not trust men. Instead, they were ready to dump Moses and and God because they were afraid. And they had an opportunity that even if they were still going to disagree, they could have peacefully disagreed but they were going to kill Caleb and Joshua instead. If God had not intervened, they most likely would have. Later, they had the opportunity to repent and change. But though they were sorrowful, they did not change. Again, they acted against what God had told them and what Moses told them, and then they were defeated by their enemies. Our opportunities in this lifetime are not infinite. We're only going to get so many opportunities. Some decisions, once they're made, they can't be undone. And sometimes, even if you're forgiven, the effects of certain actions and decisions will still remain. We don't want to pass up our opportunities with God. We want to make sure that we take advantage of our opportunities. We don't know how many we will get. Will there be another opportunity? Will there be another chance? We don't know. And I bring that up because here and now, this is a time, an opportunity. If anyone were to have any need for anything, prayers or assistance, this is a time that we've set aside for this. It is an opportunity. So I would just ask if you have any need or anything that you would please come forward or you can even speak to us privately later if you do have any need or anything while we stand and sing.